the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Amen, amen, amen. All right, we are starting a new series tonight. Faith, faith. <laughs> it, was, I was, it's, it was the song, right? The song threw me. Fruit, fruit speaks for itself. I am so hyped about this. Fruit speaks for itself, right? Like actions are louder than words. I'm just saying, if you single in the building, listen up. If you married in the building, listen up. If you young in the building, listen up. If you old in the building, listen up. God's got a word. But fruit speaks for itself, right? Here as Christians, as followers of Jesus, we call ourselves Christians. We're supposed to be disciples of Jesus. Then you know what? We ought to be producing some fruit. We ought to be producing some fruit. Not of our own works. Man, I'm so excited. Like, okay, don't get ahead of yourself, girl. Don't calm down, calm down. It was the song. My God will make a way. I came up like, I am not afraid. Too hype, too hype, too hype. Jesus said in John 15, 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. But apart from me, you can do nothing. We, what Jesus is the vine, we are the branches. Apart from him, we can do nothing. In that moment, we think we can do it our own. We didn't fall and wither away and shriveled up, right? Because we can do nothing without the vine. We're just the branch, right? Without a relationship with Jesus, we can do nothing that produces lasting fruit. You can do something, but you're not going to do anything that produces lasting fruit, lasting maturity, right? It's time to grow up, lasting change, lasting result, lasting reward, lasting prosperity. Without a relationship with Jesus, we can do none of that, right? This is the abundant life that Jesus died on the cross for us to live, for us to live full of what? Full of life, full of abundant life, full of fruit. So much, we're so blessed, we got to give it away. We're so prosperous, we got to give it away. What are we giving away? Wisdom, we're giving away love, we're giving away grace, we're giving away forgiveness. Come on, it's so much, we got to give it away. Our fruit, people can, people can partake of our fruit. We're not talking about mangoes, avocados, you know, we ain't the fruit stand lady. We're talking about fruit, substance that they can produce, that they can take part of your change. They can take part of, right, your maturity, your reward, your prosperity, living that abundant life in our everyday life. Jesus died on the cross so that we could walk in abundant life in every area of our life. Not just our church life, not just our Sunday best feeling good. Like I should. Not on Sunday's best. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, right? In our relationships, in our finances, in our integrity, in our character, in the workplace, how we discipline our children, how we, how we um, operate in relationships. This is what abundant life, so much that it overflows, right? Walking in the authority of Jesus. How many are ready to walk in the authority of Jesus? We are not afraid of the virus. We are not afraid of what's to come. We are not afraid of what's about to happen. This is going to happen. And what if this takes place? 
We have nothing to fear. We have nothing to fear when we walk in the authority of Jesus. We have to learn his authority. We got to mimic him. If we want to mimic, we got to look, right? We got to look and see how he walked. What did he do? He teach, preach, and heal. He walked in the city, healed them all. He walked, he only did the will of the Father. He would get away and listen to the Father. Father, what is your will? What is your plans? What is your purpose? Not my will, your will be done. Talking about my plans, my dreams, my vision board. God, you know, come on, I need a man, make it happen. I need a mansion, make it happen. I need this, I need that. Come on, Lord, come on. When's the last time you asked God, what's his will? What? Not my will, your will be done. Father, what is it that you have for my family? What is it that you have for my future? What is it that you have? What's your plans? What's your purpose? We've got to renew our mind if we want to know the will of God, right? The plan of God. Walking in the wisdom of Jesus. Walking in the wisdom of Jesus. What would Jesus do? Not just the bracelet, but actually walking in the wisdom of what Jesus would do here on this earth. That's where we start living heaven on earth. We start manifesting heaven on earth when we start walking in the wisdom of Jesus Christ. We start walking in the will of the Father, right? Walking in the wisdom, walking with Jesus and doing nothing apart from him. How many are ready to walk with Jesus, right? Not just know of him, but know him. Not just know about him, but walk with him. In your everyday life, there's a security that comes when you walk with Jesus. There's a security that comes when you actually know who he is. When you know who he is, that he is love and that he is grace. He's the prince of peace. There's a generation searching for peace. They have sleepless nights, sleepless weeks, sleepless months, right? There's all this anxiety and depression and stress and fear and suicide and just thoughts that are going crazy. Why? Because they haven't met the Prince of Peace. They, they haven't actually met peace. And you know what? You have peace in your spirit. It just hasn't manifested through your soul and out of your body. And that's why we need to learn the Word of God. We need to learn who we truly are. You truly are your spirit man, right? You are a spirit, you have a soul, and you live in this earthly suit, a body. But if you don't know that, you will live your whole life here on this earth missing out on the real you and always wanting to know who she is, wanting to know who he is, trying to discover them. But the only place that you're going to find is in the word of God. The word of God should be our mirror, right? We only know our spirit through the word of God. You know, you look in the mirror and you trust the mirror. None of us have ever seen ourselves. We have never laid eyes on ourselves. We have only believed and trust the mirror. Can anybody agree? We have never seen ourselves. We've never looked into our souls. Like we looked into the mirror and the reflection, right? You put your makeup on, you're hoping right? That that mirror was legit. Otherwise, you know, you got one eyelash. Oh my gosh, Adri came to practice. <laughs> she came to practice on Saturday. We have practice here, you know, doing the thing. She has her little chunkla on and there's an eyelash <laughs> on her chunkla. It was so funny. <laughs> it was like, that was a rough night when the eyelash <laughs> ends up on a chunkla. <laughs> it was... But 
Isn't that crazy to think about that we've never really seen ourselves, but we trust the reflection? How many are ready to trust the reflection of God's word? How many are ready to dive into the mirror of God's word and actually discover who you truly are and see your true spirit man come alive and you start walking in it, right? Walking with Jesus, doing nothing apart from him. Who wants to produce much fruit, right? Who wants to produce much maturity this year? This is the year we grow up. This is the year we put aside childish things. We put aside all the petty things. We stop acting like little high school kids with petty issues. And I don't like her, and she don't like me, and I don't like the way she did that, and I don't like him, and da-da-da-da. And, you know, so-and-so did this, and so-and-so did that, and they hurt my feelings, and they did this, and I don't like when they don't do that, and they did. Stop. You know what? You think you're young, and you think when you grow up that that's going to go away. Let me tell you, it doesn't go away until you put it away. It's time to put away childish things. It's time to stop acting a fool. It's time to stop being petty and grow up and walk in love and speak the truth. Come on, y'all came for a word? Y'all came to hear what God has for us? Then we need to walk in truth. We need to walk in truth, producing much fruit, producing change, results. How many of y'all want some results this year? This is the year that we see results. We manifest results. We produce results. Why? Because we're tapping into our spirit, man. We're looking to the word and we're discovering who we truly are in the spirit. And that's going to manifest through our soul, out the body. Amen? Yes. Amen. In every area of our life. How are we going to do this? Walk with Jesus. Walk with Jesus. Talk with Jesus. What did Pastor Dan say this year? Go through the Gospels. Go through the Gospels. Go through the Gospels. Why? Because we need to look to Jesus. We need to see what he did, right? When you receive Jesus as your Lord, you become a new creation. You receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you become a new creation, right? That produces new fruit from your new life. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Where in the world does this new take place? We need to know, right? Right? I want to know because my body was the same. I received Jesus. It was not new. My body was the same. Come on. My thoughts were the same. Anybody else? My relationships were the same. My education was the same. My understanding was the same. So what's this new creation? What's brand new? And this is where we get confused. This is where people are walking away from their faith because they don't understand and they don't know the truth. They say, no, no, I didn't change. I look the same. I talk the same. I walk the same. Everything about me is the same. Where is God? He is alive. It's not, you don't have a faith problem. You have a knowledge problem. You have an understanding problem. You don't know who you truly are. You're looking at the wrong mirror. You're looking at the wrong reflection. You're looking at what the world says, right? What Instagram says, what Snappity Snapchat says, what Tickety TikTok says, what whoever, whatever says, what that professor said, what that, come on, that book said, what that, you know, woo, that yoga teacher said, what whoever said. You're looking to that instead of looking to the reflection of the word. And you're, you're getting confused because you don't understand who you truly are. You are a spirit. Man. What became new? My spirit became new. Your spirit became new. My spirit became born again. Your spirit became born again. Your spirit became a new creation. And that 
completely changed, completely transformed, right? Completely. Paul said in Ephesians 2, 8 through 10, for it is by grace. By what? By grace. Not by our actions, not by us being good enough, not by us coming to church, for it is by grace, God's remarkable compassion and favor, drawing you to Christ. He is drawing every human being on this earth to Christ. He's drawing them to the love of God. He's wanting them to have an opportunity to receive Jesus. He's wanting them to become born again. Every single, every single human on this planet, right? For it is by grace, God's remarkable compassion and favor, drawing you to Christ, that you have been saved actually delivered from judgment and given eternal life through faith. And this salvation, it's not of yourself, not through your own efforts. So stop trying. Lay it down. Give it up. Stop trying and let God be God in your life. But it is the undeserved gracious gift of God, not as a result of your works nor your attempts to keep the law. You don't kill, you don't steal, you still, you still shouldn't do that. Anybody else agree? Not a real good choice, okay? So that no one will be able to boast or take credit in any way for his salvation. For we are his workmanship, his masterwork, his work of art created in Jesus. Reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, ready to use. Your spirit man is instantly ready to go. Your spirit man, you got all that you will ever need. He's mature. She's mature. She's, she's complete. She, the same Jesus, the same spirit that dwells, come on, is inside of you that raised Jesus from the dead. Right? That doesn't need no maturity. That's full of faith. Right? Your spirit man is renewed for good works, which God prepared for us beforehand, taking past which he set, so that we would walk in them, living the good life which he predestined and made us ready for. Your spirit became new. Your spirit became born again. Your spirit became a new creation. Your spirit became transformed, right? Your spirit underwent an instant and complete transformation. Just bam! Don't you wish the body was the same? Just bam! You eat one salad, bam, right? You do one set of cardio, bam! Lies, right? They're like, for 1995, 17 payments plus shipping and handling, this workout equipment will get you rock solid. And there you are late at night munching on Doritos, leftovers, Mexican tacos. You done went to Jack in a Crack because it's open late. You got the little mini tacos with the hot sauce. And what do you do? Watching the commercial about working out. And you know what? You fall for it and you order it. And you're like, this is it. And that thing is right now in your house and where you have clothes hanging on it. The kids play on it. Well, we won't talk about that, right? The body doesn't go instant transformation. It's the spirit, right? Your body and your soul were impacted by salvation, but the change is not total and it's not complete. Man, this is game changer. If we can understand this, then we can know that we have all that we need in our spirit, man, right? This is why the body was the same. My thoughts were the same. Our relationships were the same. Our education was the same. Our understanding was the same. You are 
are a spirit. You are a spirit, you have a soul, and you live in a body, right? Your spirit is the real you, right? Like I love, this is how, this is how we can love everybody because I love your spirit. Your soul's kind of messed up sometimes. <laughs> your body's a little ooh sometimes. <laughs> but your spirit, man, fully love, right? Your soul is your mind, your will, your emotions, your personality, your consciousness. This is where we get confused. Oh, I thought that was my spirit. That ain't your spirit. That's your soul. That's your mind, your will, your emotions, your personality. Your body is your physical suit here on earth. Without no body, you gone. <laughs> you're, you're without a body, this is, this is your astronaut suit. Okay? Just like you can't be in space without no astronaut suit, you can't be here on earth with no astronaut suit. You need a body, okay? The body is just the suit. The body will follow, right? When the spirit man leads the way, the soul connects with the spirit and the body is just a follower. How many know the body is a total follower? Total follower. If your emotions are leading the way, your body follows. If your spirit man's leading the way, the soul and the body follow. You see the difference? See the connection, right? When we receive Jesus, our spirit is identical to God's spirit. Your spirit is your inmost being, right? I'm like, what does she look like, God? Does she look like me? Like, just wondering, you know? I just, I really want to know. We'll find out one day, but I mean, I don't want to know right now, God. I can wait. <laughs> Hold up, wait a minute, right? We just have to renew our soul. That's what we have to renew. Our soul, our minds, our will, our emotions, our personality. No, I was born that way. I tell it like it is. I tell it like it is. I speak what I want to speak. I speak my mind. No, you need to learn to shut up, okay? You need to learn to close your mouth, calm down. You don't need to say what everything you feel, okay? I, I thought growing up, I'm loud. Like I like to fight, I like to argue, I like to talk back, I like to push the limits, I like to push the boundaries. Why? How come? What? My mom's like, back up, dude. <laughs> like, wait about the box. I'm like, oh, sorry. If your dad gets here, whoo, yeah, never mind. But I always thought the loudest person was the strongest person until I learned to shut my mouth. Do you know how much strength it takes to shut up? It's like, I feel like sometimes my eyeballs are about to pop out. Just, I got to say something. Say something, I'm giving up on you. Yeah, right. Okay, we just have to renew our soul, our minds, our will, our emotions, our personality, our moral conscience to the spirit. That's where the renewing happens. Your spirit man is complete fully ready to fulfill your destiny, to fulfill the purpose that God's planned for you, to fulfill everything that you're called to do. It's your soul, your emotions, your mind, your intellect that gets in the way. I know, God. The word goes out, I know. How many of y'all said, I know. You don't know nothing. We don't know. Unless we're looking to the word, then we know. And still, we don't have all understanding. We still don't know it all. <laughs> we're still, it's unfolding to us, right? How are we going to do this? How are we going to renew our mind? How are we going to renew our soul to the word of God, through the word of God? Paul said in Romans 12 too, 
Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world because it's so easy to copy the behavior and customs of this world, right? But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think, by changing the way your outlook is, your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions, right? Then you will learn to know God's will for you. It's like, I want to know God's will for me. Be transformed by the word of God. Be transformed by the word of God. Renew your mind to the word of God. Renew your emotions to the word of God. Renew the way you think to the word of God. Renew all that part. Renew your personality to the word of God. Renew it to the word of God. Don't be stuck in a box. I'm just this way. No, you're not. You can change. You can change. Tap into your spirit, man. Then you will learn the will of God for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourself. And I'm saying be honest with your evaluation of your soul. Be honest with your evaluation of your personality. Be honest with the evaluation of your attitude. Be honest with the evaluation, come on, with your heart. Be honest with the evaluation. Okay, be honest, be honest with your evaluation. Measuring yourself by the faith God has given us. God has already given us the measure of faith, okay? God has already given you the measure of faith. So this is what we think. Wait, I've been there. We think like Pastor Dan, he gets a measure of faith, right? Imagine, imagine if there's this, this gigantic bowl, right? And Pastor Dan, he, he got a big scoop, like a big old scoop of soup or something, you know, or that big old scoop of ice cream. But then if it's me, sometimes I think I got like a little, um, what's the little thing that you, like a little eye drop or something. Hmm. That's my measure. Why we feel little, like I don't have enough faith to believe God for that. I don't have enough faith to believe for that healing. I don't know I have enough faith to believe for restoration in this, in this relationship. I don't have enough faith to believe that God will provide for me and my family. I don't have enough faith that, that I will be healed. I don't, I don't have, you have enough faith. You've been given the measure of faith. This is why we need to evaluate our soul and get our soul out of the way and start walking in the spirit, right? Not by what we see, what we smell, what we touch, what we hear. We start walking in the spirit. How are we going to walk in the spirit? We look to the word as our mirror. We look to the word as our reflection, right? Jesus is the vine. We are the branches. We cannot do nothing apart from him. We can do nothing without him. We have to have Jesus. God has given you the measure of faith. So never be confused like, I got, I got more faith than you. No, we all have the measure of faith. Your spirit man has all the faith he could ever need. Let's just discover who he is, she. In the spirit, you already have all that you need. Paul said in Romans 8, 11, the spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. The spirit of God that raised Jesus from the dead, from hell, come on, lives in me? And I can't believe God for a piece of gum. What's wrong? We're operating in our soul. 
and our emotions. If we can see it, we can believe it. If we can touch it, we can believe it. God says, walk by faith and not by sight. We have the measure of faith. We have all the faith we could ever need to believe God for anything. We just got to walk in the spirit. Don't be so focused on the flesh. On, the flesh means what you can, your five senses. Don't be so focused just on that, right? And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give your mortal bodies he will give life to your mortal bodies by the same spirit living in you, right? Remember the warning. Don't think you're better than you really are. Be honest with your evaluation of your soul, right? So that, you're, so that you can mature, so that you can grow, so that you can have results, so you can have change, so that you can have your reward, right? Evaluate your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions. When your emotions are getting a hot mess, evaluate them. They're getting all over the place. You got feels, you catch them, feels, you catch them, feels here and there. Put the feels down. Like, too much feels running around. Everybody's like, you know, we thought that that was uh, air freshener. It was, it's the feels. It's, oh, I don't need none of that. Evaluate your soul, your emotions. Evaluate your personality. Evaluate your moral conscience. Does your moral conscience line up with the word of God? Right? Everybody's doing it. If everybody's doing it, I can do it. Does, does your moral conscience line up with the word of God? We're not talking about being holy. It's not by works, right? It's by the grace. It's by faith. We're talking about living to another standard that people can eat the fruit of our lives. Why? Because we look different. We walk different. We talk different. We ain't better than nobody. But we're offering them life. We're offering them hope. We're offering them peace. We're offering them results. We're offering them something that's sustainable, right? Do I look like the world? Ask yourself. Do I look like the world? Do I act like the world, right? Do I just blend right in? Does my Instagram page look like everybody else's? Does my, does my blog read just like everybody else's? Does my TikTok look like everybody else's, right? Does your algorithm look like everybody else's? Your algorithm's the same as her algorithm, the same as his algorithm. Y'all look the same, do the same, talk the same, act the same. You're like, I can't have an original idea. Y'all on the same algorithm. She's wearing my this, she's wearing my that. He has my, my hair cut. He got my fade. Y'all on the same algorithm. Be original. Get off. Do I talk just like the world? Do I date just like the world? Come on. Everything in my life, is it just like the world? It, does it look different, right? Do I search for my purpose and meaning in life just like the world? Am I going to find it in college? Am I going to find it in here? Am I going to find it in this relationship? Am I going to find it on this search? Am I going to find it if I travel? Am I going to find it through this rock? Am I going to find it through this crystal? Am I going to find it through this relationship? Am I going to find it through this schooling? Am I going to find it through this doctorate? Am I going to find it through this education? Or am I going to find it in the word? Am I going to discover who I am through the mirror of God's word? Because that is the only truth that we could ever rely on. God never changes, but this world changes all the time. Its truth changes all the time. Its standard changes all the time. Back in the day, y'all be dating crazy. This, this generation talking about, I'm talking. You know what? When I was growing up and we said we were talking to somebody, we actually communicated and talked. Y'all be hooking up, meeting up, having a baby, talking about, we were just talking. No, you wasn't. That was way more than talking. A lot more was going on than talking. You don't catch nothing by talking. I never caught nothing just talking.
talking to somebody. We was just talking. Well, I was talking to this person. That's not talking. In case we need to clear that up. I got, I got my mama cap on tonight. I came to bring the word. Why? Because I want change. I want change. And I want change for this generation. We got to stand up and be the change. We got to know what we believe in. We got to know our true self. We got to know our true spirit self. And we got to discipline our soul. And our body will follow. Your body's just a follower. Don't worry about it. Don't be so consumed with working out. Don't be so consumed with what you eat. Be consumed by transforming your mind to the word of God and the body will follow. The body will follow, right? Do I date just like the world? Only operating in the flesh. Only operating in my five senses. If I can see it, I believe it. If I can taste it, I believe it. If I can hear it, I can believe it. If I can smell it, I believe it. If I can touch it, I believe it. That's the flesh. That's whatever. That's hearing God. Some of you with Rona, Rona know you couldn't taste, smell none for a few days. Paul said in Romans 8, 5, those who live by the corrupt nature have the corrupt nature's attitude. You want to live in the flesh? You want to live by your five senses? You got your five senses attitude. All right, if I can see it, I'll believe it. I don't believe it. If, it I don't, if I don't see it, I don't believe it. How's that working for you? But those who live by the spiritual nature have a spiritual nature's attitude. The corrupt nature's attitude leads to death. But the spiritual nature leads, attitude leads to life and peace. Who wants life and who wants peace, right? Then we have to learn from Jesus. Who, who is he? He is the prince of peace. Y'all ladies looking for a prince, here you go. Jesus said in Mark 4, 25, to those who listen to my teachings, more understanding will be given. But for those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. Pastor Dan read that scripture on Sunday. Boom, it hit me just like a ton of rocks. I just was like, God just, it was um, I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I could see so clearly. So I've been here since I was 13 years old, okay? I've been here since I was 13 years old. It's been a few years. It's been a few years. And do you know how many generations have come and they've gone? People have come and they have gone. And God spoke to me and says, this is why you are where you are. I come in every service knowing that God has a word for me. I know that there is a word for me. I can put aside my attitude. I could put aside the flesh. I could put aside. Guys, I was going through a, a physical battle for over 10 years. And I could put that aside. Doesn't matter what I felt. Didn't matter the sleepless nights. It didn't matter the struggle that I was going through. I could put it aside. And I knew that God had a word for me. I could put it all aside, and I knew that being planted in the house, God had a purpose for me. I could put all that aside. My five senses, they were going crazy. I went to the doctor, and the doctor said, your blood work, your paperwork is completely opposite of who you are. Your blood work says that you do not produce enough energy to get out of bed in the morning. And you are sitting in front of me, excited and happy about life. And she's like, I want to know why. 
And you wanna know what? That's the spirit man alive in me. My flesh may have been failing me, but my spirit was alive. I, I was seeking God and I knew that I came to hear the word, right? And more was given to me every time that I showed up to receive the word. Every time, right? And what does it say? To those who listen to my teachings, more understanding will be given. The more I came, the more I learned, I knew that I was healed. The more I came, the more I learned, I knew that I could train my brain to say, nope, I'm not going to fall for the flesh. I'm not going to fall for the doctor's report. I'm not going to fall for what this world says. I'm going to live my life heaven on earth. I'm going to start operating heaven on earth. And body, I don't care if it takes all the way till we die. We will not give in. We will not give up. We will continue to fight this fight of faith because I believe that God is the healer, that God is the restore, that God is the redeemer, that it is already mine, that it is finished. No matter what comes my way, I will persevere. Why? Because it is finished. I tapped into the spirit man. I tapped into my spirit self. And even though my paperwork was failing me, I was sitting there in front of that doctor and she says, I don't know how. I don't know why. And I said, I do. I found Jesus. I found purpose and I found life and I wouldn't change it for anything. I wouldn't trade it for anything. And she's like, like, okay, well, that's weird. (laughs) But she's like, I can't deny that you're sitting in front of me. So excited about life. Do you know that that's not just for me? I did. I wasn't given a big scoop of faith and you're given the little tiny eyedropper of faith. We've all been given the measure of faith. And all that I will ever need and all that you will ever need is in your spirit self. It just needs to make it through your soul and out the body, right? And the little understanding that they have will be taken away. Why? When they don't apply the word. They don't receive the word. The little understanding they had, they think they, think they know it all, right? Remember, don't think so, so highly of yourself. Don't think you got it all together. Humble yourself or you will be humbled. What you do have will be taken away. I used to think, man, God's crazy. That's crazy. What they have will be taken away. You don't use it, you lose it. Right? Who's ready for more understanding? Listen up. Who's ready, right? Every time that you have the opportunity to receive the word, listen up. Every time that you have the opportunity to watch the rebroadcast on YouTube, listen up. Every time you have the opportunity to listen to the podcast, listen up. Listen to the word of God, right? Observe and take evaluation to renew your mind. Observe and take evaluation to renew your soul. Jesus said in Mark 4.20, but these are the ones sowed on good ground. Are we good ground here at Love Life? Yes, we are. Those who hear the word, accept it, and bear fruit. Some 30, some 60, and some 100-fold. Y'all ready to bear fruit that others can partake of and bear fruit that you can partake of because you're going to need it. There's going to be a time of need, but you already got a seed in the ground because in that time of need, you partake of that healing. There's so much seed in the ground that I believe that God had healed me because in the time of need, I partook of that healing, right? Partook of whatever it is that you need. Jesus said in John 15, 1, I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit. What? He cuts it off. 
and he prunes the branches that do bear, bear fruit so that they will produce even more. How many of you guys ready to be pruned? How many of you ready to be clipped? How many of you ready to be cut? Ah, what? What did I sign up for? Here, what it said. He prunes the branches that bear fruit so that they'll produce even more. How many of y'all are ready for more? Okay, you're going to get cut. You want more. You want more fruit. You gotta be, you're going to be ready to produce, right? You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. How do we get pruned? How do we get cut? Through the word of God. Through the words of Jesus. Through the teachings of Jesus, right? Where we align our thinking to his thinking. We align our personality to his personality. Our emotions to his word, Right? Remain in me and I'll remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it's severed from the vine. And you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Evaluate yourself. Am I remaining in Jesus? Am I looking to Jesus? Yes, I am the van. I am the van. I am the van. <laughs> Jesus was vine before vine. You are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch that withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile and burned. But, y'all ready for the big but? If you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it'll be granted to you. You over here thinking Jesus is a genie, you ain't remaining in him. You asking amiss, right? Asking for all, wanting all. I want it all. Are you remaining in Jesus? Because when you remain in him, you ask for anything in his name, and it will be granted to you. When you produce much fruit, when, right? If you remain, when you produce much fruit, you're my true disciples. That brings glory to my father. I have loved you even as my father has loved me, remain in my love. When you obey my commands, this is Jesus talking to us. This is why we need to know the voice of Jesus. We need to know the words of Jesus. When you remain in my love, just as I obeyed my father's commands and I remain in his love, I have told you these things so that you will be filled with my joy, right? Everybody's looking for happiness in the wrong places. We need to look to Jesus. Yes, your joy will overflow. This is my commandment. Y'all ready for the law? Love each other in the same way I have loved you. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friend. You are my friends. Jesus calls us friend. You're my friend. If you do what I command, I no longer call you slaves because a master doesn't confide in a slave. You're my friends since I have told you everything. Jesus gave all that he had to the disciples. He's giving all that he has to us. He's told us everything. We are his friends. He confides in us, right? You didn't choose me. I chose you. I appointed you. Go and produce lasting fruit so that the father will give you whatever you ask for using my name and that's how we walk in the authority of Jesus that's how we walk in that wisdom of Jesus that's how we walk in the understanding that Jesus had how love to learn correction 
Oh yeah, I said it. I need to say it again. Love to love, learn to love correction. Learn to love discipline, right? If you want to bear much fruit, then you must be pruned, cut, clip, trim to produce more. Those don't sound like fun words. Uh-uh. You hear a message, ooh, ah, ah, oh, oh. Get ready because you're about to produce more. Get ready because you're about to produce more. Get ready to persevere because you're about to produce more. Proverbs 12.1 says, whoever loves instruction loves knowledge. But he who hates correction is stupid. Yeah, you are acting stupid. Yeah. Hating correction. We're living in a society where fathers are out of the home. There's no correction. And what? Everybody's acting stupid, looking stupid, right? We need to learn to love correction. Hebrews 12, 3. Think of the hostility Jesus endured from sinful people. Then you won't become weary and give up. Anybody become weary? Anybody's given up? We need to look to Jesus. After all, you have not given your life in the struggle against sin. Has anybody ever sweated out blood because you were resisting sin? No, you gave in. We ate it. We consumed it. We whatever it. You know, you know your own it. I won't say it, okay? And have you forgotten the encouraging words God spoke to you as his children? He said, you want to know what God said? My child. Don't make light of the Lord's discipline. And don't give up when he corrects you. You get a little whooping from the word, you out the door. I'm never going back. Why? Because you've never really experienced love. Don't give up when you get corrected. For the Lord disciplines those who he loves. And he punishes each one he accepts as his child. As you endure this divine discipline, remember that God is treating you as his own children. Who ever heard of a child? Who ever heard? Come on. Who, we heard of a lot. We've seen them. They're all over Facebook. We've seen them all over in the store. Ah, I hate you. Buy me that ice cream. Ah, buy me that iPhone. Ah, buy me that Xbox. Ah. I want Instagram. Shut up, you're seven. I need a phone. No, you don't. You need a job. Anyways. Right? Whoever. Where is that scripture? Where did I miss that? Whoever heard of a child who's never been disciplined by its father? If God doesn't discipline you as he does all of his children, it means you're illegitimate. And you're not really his child. Since we respect our earthly fathers who discipline us, shouldn't we submit even more to the discipline of the father of our spirits and life forever? For our earthly father disciplines us for a few years, some of us many more, doing the best they know how. But God's discipline is always good for us so that we might share in his holiness. No discipline is enjoyable. The word said it. We don't have to enjoy it. No discipline is enjoyable while it's happening. It's painful. But afterward, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained by its way. This is the way. Right? Jesus is the vine. We are the branches. And the Father is the gardener. Right? 
Who's ready to persevere and bear much fruit? I am. This is the year of perseverance. We may have to, we may have to persevere some discipline. We may have to persevere some correction, but we want more, right? More will be given, right? And for those who don't, it'll be taken away, right? We want lasting maturity, lasting change, lasting results, lasting reward, lasting prosperity in every area of our life, right? Living that abundant life that Jesus died on the cross for. What do we need to do? Walk with him. Walk with Jesus. If you are in here tonight and you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I would love to invite you to say a prayer, to call on the name of Jesus, receive him, and have that total transformation in your spirit, right? Spirit, you are a spirit. You have a soul, and you live in a body. The spirit gets transformed totally, completely, instantly. The, the soul, our mind, our will, our intellect, the body, it takes time. It's a journey, right? Let's pray. Say, if you're calling on the name of Jesus, say this together with me. Say, Jesus, I call on your name right now. I believe in you. I ask you to save me and set me free. Thank you, Jesus, for this new life. I want all that you have planned for me. I receive you now. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. And just like that, you enter into the family of God. And just like that, your spirit is born again. You are a new creation. All things have passed away. All things have become new. Welcome to the family of God. If you're in here and you receive Jesus for the first time, you can raise your hands. Our ushers, they got something for you. If you're online and you receive Jesus, click that I receive Jesus button. Please try to let us know where you're um, listening from so that we can connect with you. If you send us your address, we will give you a book of resources that tells you more about Jesus, tells you more about your next step. We love you guys. I hope you guys receive something tonight. Amen. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.